Welcome to the How I Went Viral podcast. This show will tell you how to write better LinkedIn posts so that your ideal reader can see and read more of you. Every week, one LinkedIn author shares their strategies and tactics so that you can learn how to write better posts, and you will learn the background story behind their viral posts. Your host is the Hollywood-trained film script analyst, entrepreneur, and LinkedIn influencer, Simon Chapuzo. Welcome back to the next episode of How I Went Viral podcast. And today we have a guest who's been here before, and I'm very excited to have him here. And we have another anomaly, which is today we're going to turn the tables because today I will be the subject of scrutiny. And my guest today is the host, and it's Yuri. And uh, Yuri was with me, I think like two months ago or one and a half months ago. And I was grilling him about his viral post, the Spotify playlist. And today I can lean back and be grilled by Yuri. Maybe one more word why I'm excited that you, Yuri, are doing this. It's because our conversation we had was one of the first that I had. And that one really inspired me to look for more viral posts and discover the stories that you have behind these viral posts and to speak with the authors. And I think you were like the second person I spoke to. And your story was so funny, vivid, that really inspired me to turn this whole thing to an ongoing podcast series. And uh, then I think I wrote a viral post and now we're here and so we're turning table. So here I am handing you the reins, take over, grill me, ask me anything you want to know about my LinkedIn writing style and the viral post. Good morning, everybody. It's Yuri. Take it over. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no to such a podcast voice. And whatsoever it's already was. First of all, uh, Simon, I'm really honored that you invited me once again here because the first thing is I really loved our first initial conversation. It was that notion of you trying to find out what it takes to write a viral post and kind of collecting all the possible data out there because surely there must be some similarities. Surely there must be some people that notice here, but nobody really talks about that. So that was a very interesting perspective. And it was, I love that conversation a lot. And the second thing is that I'm really honored to hear that our conversation was a huge inspiration to you and the reason why this podcast exists. This is like, <laughs> wow, I'm really, really honored right now. And into your story, because you've talked with so many people and heard their stories, but I think your audience right now deserves to hear a little bit more about your story and your viral post. So without wasting time, let's get into it. And I told you about my story of how I started posting on LinkedIn, but how was it for you? How did you get into writing? Yeah, good question. Bit of a strange story because we've been working on LinkedIn. We've been doing cold email marketing, and I think that's an area that you also understand very well. And we've used LinkedIn hardcore to find people that we could mail so we did this for our clients. I think for three or four years, we just used it to identify people and then put them on a mail list. And we've never, ever in these years done any content. And we've done cold outreach on LinkedIn and email and that sort of like worked so la la and not too great or sometimes it worked better in some cases. And only like, I think, yeah, April last year, I was actually listening to Justin Welch. And that was like, hey, maybe I should give it a try and look at it. And that, I think, was the trigger. That triggered me to actually change the sides from doing just the cold outreach with no content to content and a bit of cold outreach. That's very interesting because I can see your perspective because it was a little bit 
the same for me. Being on the platform, on LinkedIn platform, where most salespeople use it as a source for prospecting, you naturally see people a lot of posting. And like, wanting or not, you're reading a few posts and one by one, you're getting into it. So this definitely stands out to me as something that we've shared. And I really understand that. The hardest part is to start. Like, you know, when you get inspired and when you actually, you know, plan to do something that's already like a 50% job. But then as as it goes, you're starting to, to see how difficult it is to post in here, like posting, even posting regularly is so much harder. How was it for you? How was that experience for you? First of all, in the beginning, I committed to posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday to take it easy, not like to be overwhelmed. And the other thing was that I positioned myself as the code email or email expert because that's what I've done most of the time before. And I started posting with that. Yeah, I think it's something like usual trajectory in the beginning, little engagement. I did text posts and then they, they did really fly. I think after one or two months, I sort of came to realize that as much as I love email, but I think it's one of the subjects that everybody thinks they know how it works because they use it in everyday life. So there was not that much interest. I found a couple of clients for email consulting, marketing, but then I figured why not talk about LinkedIn? Because the other thing that I saw with um, email marketing, and I had it like a couple of years back when Facebook ads were like all the rage and you had these landing pages. And back then, everybody in Facebook was selling you the Facebook click ads funnel as the thing to do with the clicks funnels landing page and all that. And I thought it's not really fair because you're using the medium to sell the thing that you do with the medium. And the same with LinkedIn. So all these people that write on LinkedIn about LinkedIn, it's sort of like the easiest thing you can do. But I was like, fuck it. I mean, I'm tired of sort of like struggling with the email writing posts. And then I did a transition away from email to LinkedIn. And then after two or three months, after I changed the subject, I could see that that worked much, much better. Yeah, I mean, the first journey and deciding on the topic is probably one of those hardest things. How are you going to position yourself? What are you, what are you going to write about? A lot of people at this point, they observe such a thing as an imposter syndrome where you start that. So can you sh share just a little bit more how that it all went for you? Yeah, totally. I mean, I was just about to say imposter syndrome. I mean, again, in, because in the beginning, I mean, I felt like I knew how to do lead research on LinkedIn and I sort of had a hypothesis what works with content with my storytelling background and film so i could see what would work but i didn't have the confidence to just put myself out there and say this is how you gotta do it because i hadn't done it myself so the beginning was sort of like trying to keep myself under the radar to try and sort of like figure it out because i felt like yeah uh, who i am to talk about linkedin and linkedin posting writing and all that because i haven't really done it myself so there was definitely a huge bit of imposter syndrome that helped me back from going full in and at the same time not having done it myself everything was theory for me and as i sort of progressed and did more posts i gained the experience that gave me more confidence to actually talk about the thing that i chose to talk about if that makes sense Oh yeah, it definitely makes sense because at first thing you're like you're all over the place. You're trying to copy someone's style because you don't clearly have yours. And in the process of writing those posts, you're finding your style. What was that moment for you when you thought like, oh, how my style right now? I actually know what I'm writing about. I know how to structure it. What hooks I'm liking to use in that part. When did that happen to you? Well, I think there was not like this one point in time that sort of came in stages. Like every time I figured something out, I think. 
think the first thing I figured out after a couple of weeks was text only is nice and efficient. But what Justin Welch doesn't talk about is like he talks about like where he is, but not how he got there. And sort of to build an audience with text only posts is possible, but I think it's harder. So at one point I added images and I did started doing slideshows. And that's when I sort of saw things improving in terms of uh, engagement. That was, I think, after three months or four months. And then I started experimenting with using colors and uh, being sort of more bold and more attention-grabbing, probably with more confidence. I felt more confident to also make statements. And I think then another thing that sort of slowly came was also to be more cheeky or sort of develop my own personality that hopefully shines through some of the posts, which I think also gives more dimensionality to the character that you represent online. And I think in the beginning, I was very much focused on being yeah, sort of like sharing knowledge, being very factual, but not being too much myself. And I think that makes this boring reading because you want to have a certain element of uh, entertainment. Definitely, this platform is really the pla the platform to be right now at because of the level of authenticity, vulnerability that people are open here. It's not yet run by like algorithms that recommend you post like TikTok or Instagram does. It's not like that yet. So you're really able to share the opinions here, how you actually feel authentically. What's your opinion on topics and. I've also noticed that those posts, they stick because when you try to be liked by everyone, it's one thing. But when you actually spread, like, you know, just spark some controversy a little bit, it's a different thing. It's a beautiful thing. And you shared something that you're finding your voice and that actually kind of make, uh, helped you to make your statements. And now kind of like making a segue to your viral post. In your viral post, you actually like shared your very personal story where you had also a couple of your personal opinions. So how did it all like come about? How did you get inspired to write that? So that post is a story on its own. And I, I can now be honest about it. It was a stolen post. I was inspired by Dino Sutter, who was another guest on my podcast. And he had a viral post with a similar structure, but a completely different experience, completely different context. But that post was also really did well. And that post inspired me to sort of like look at what's happening in my personal life. And I think that's also when I started posting, I don't know, weekly something personal. And that particular post telling the story of my parents-in-law living with us for almost a year or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I just wrote that post trying to convey the, the true feelings that I had and display the situation. I think was also, I mean, being in a relationship with somebody from a completely different culture or being married to somebody from a different culture is always sort of an exploration of sort of what is their thinking. And that post was, I think, an expression of me discovering a different culture. And it was a post that I wrote from my heart. So it was really an emotional thing that I really felt. And I think in that sense, it was very authentic. And I did follow this framework of Dino, but I did not expect that that thing would 
go anywhere 10x of what I would usually have. When I published the post, it was like a funny story because I think it was on a Thursday. So I mean, I usually know so how my posts do. And so, I don't know, after an hour or two hours, you have like X likes and comments. And so like, you get a sense of like the direction it's taking. And in that case, I published a thing on a Thursday, usual time. And then like, it was okay. I mean, like the usual suspect showed up and did a like and um, Friday... It did similarly well. And Saturday, I don't post Saturday, Sundays. So that's really a litmus test. You see that, that a post is really good if they pick up even over the weekend. I had a couple of times, but rarely. So then on Saturday, it did again a little bit better than Friday, which was amazing because it was a Saturday. And Sunday, it sort of did again a little bit better. And then I think on Monday or Tuesday, it suddenly started going through the roof and really getting more and more comments and likes and shares. And I think I think the, the interesting thing is my whole network is basically in Western Europe, North America. And what I could see that first, so it went through my network and then through my wife, who is from Uganda, had found its way into people in, in Uganda and East Africa. And then suddenly it completely sort of took on a life on its own and and blew up and in the beginning from my European context I was like yeah nice story and like it and so happy to see that you're happy and all that and then suddenly when the East African community came in I was like yeah African family values rule and uh, family is the most important thing and you could see that they saw a completely different thing in that story I mean it was there but they sort of appreciated the fact that I showed respect to their culture, that we lived together and sort of had this, this African family community. And they just loved that a European appreciated and also celebrated their family values. So it was interesting to see how this post sort of had two lives and two different circles. Well, that's a, definitely an interesting story of how it went. I also noticed sometimes that you got, which, which you said that if it's a good post, it will start to like picking up on a day three or four. If it's really good post, especially over weekend, that happened to me also a couple of times. But what was your reaction? And what were because obviously writing about this topic of cultures, some people take it very seriously. Some cultures are not praised that much on LinkedIn. As like we're used to, there are some like you know cultures that we see on a regular basis, and there are some cultures that we see very rarely. And all of a sudden, you write a post from the bottom of your heart about your experience, and it takes all over different countries people expressing the gratitude. What was your reaction? I felt touched by seeing this outpouring of sort of celebration of these values. I think it also showed me a whole new side to this culture that I had married into uh, that I hadn't really seen because I've never been to Uganda. I've never been to East Africa. When we met, COVID happened, so we stayed in South Africa the whole time. So that was a interesting encounter with this culture that I only knew through my wife and the, her family, her parents being here. But now I, I met all these people from Uganda and East Africa sort of, yeah, celebrating these family values and that you stick together and that you support each other. And it's not about, I think one step that I took was like the European social security system, which is great because you are cared for, but sort of it also kills the solidarity because nobody has to take care for you because there's a system. So I feel that we lost something with that in the Western culture where the system doesn't exist anymore. And I could sort of sense the pride and the comments that people say, yeah, yeah. So these are the positive sides that we have with this culture that is still very 
heavily reliant on family values. So it was definitely an interesting experience for me to get to know the culture of my wife even better than before. I love it. Just as there is a story of writing a post, in my experience, there is a story after the post goes viral and the things that happen after that. What things happened because of your post? Like, I don't know, either that's people in your DMs, the connections that you met, the people, did it give you a motivation to write it in that style, particular style, more of that? Did you switch your direction? What things happened because of that post after? Definitely the one thing that I think a lot of people are sort of curious about, how did it help you with your business? I can say it did not help at all. Or maybe, well, it's not like you do direct sales from that. But I think it made people follow me because of the cross-cultural story. And just the other day, I got a message from somebody saying, hey, I'm following you because also because of your story, because that's of unique somebody from South Africa. So you can see that there's an interest in that. And I think what happens for me with that post was to see that these things are important and that they need to be shared on LinkedIn and that they need to be shown to the world that they exist and that they're good and that's something you can be proud of. I had a lot of people also telling me, okay, when you come to Uganda, let's meet and let's connect. So there was a lot of openness to meet and connect. And that was also a great experience to feel like this deep sense of um, hospitality that I did not experience in like Western cultures. Yeah, I think this is a great way to sum up this whole conversation is that the more authentic you are, the more things that you're doing from the bottom of your heart, doesn't matter even if it doesn't stick for the first like hour or two, people will still appreciate it. The appreciation goes like a long term. And like people are willing to invite a stranger to their house after that. They basically invited you to explore more of that from different countries. And I think this is the beauty of this platform right now, that it went from here as a webinar promotion or straight selling. I mean, selling still is, still is here, but there is way more authentic stuff, way more interesting stuff that it, it just people want to show up here. And I, I really feel like your story of that post and how it shaped and built new relationship after that is really an interesting one and inspiring one. I thank you for sharing it. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you again. I'm still thinking about doing the other podcast about employer branding and uh, how companies can benefit from employees that have a strong LinkedIn presence. I think we have to see more of that, but that's a conversation for another podcast. Thank you for listening to the How I Went Viral podcast. We would love to see your takeaways from this interview. Please visit Simon's profile on LinkedIn and leave a comment or ask a question on one of his LinkedIn posts for this series. If you like the show and want to listen to conversations with LinkedIn influencers, please follow Simon on LinkedIn and subscribe to the company page of Storylux.